everybody, and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. We are your hosts. My name is Brandon. And my name is Justin. And welcome to the show. Huzzah. You know what's funny that just occurred to me is that it's your week, so you're sounding sick, and last time it was <laughs> my week and I was sounding sick. I know. Well, and the thing was, is like, I mean, this is our first episode... Uh, I think the last like the your episode aired on the second, mm-hmm. and we're recording on the twentieth, and so like damn near three weeks since the last time that we've done anything. It's been busy mm. though. Um, that's true. May, and May, uh, when I sounded sick, that's because I was sick. Yeah, and I was horridly freaking ill for a week. Yeah, you missed that whole week of work, didn't you? I did. That was, oh, it was brutal. Because then I caught it, and then just as I was kind of getting over it, my wife caught it. And it was just like, I want this madness to end, Yeah, and I don't want to spread it to anyone else, so I stayed home all week. Yeah, I'm over it. Um, I I feel great. I actually feel better than I have. Um, from, you just look and sound terrible. Yeah, from the neck down. Like I, I, I'm assuming it's allergies, because... It's literally from just like the center of my chest up. Um, I have a slight headache from the chiropractor earlier, but we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Um, So May is always kind of a busy time for me. Um, Last, was it last week? I don't even know what days we're in. Um, Yeah, so last week my wife. It'll be two weeks ago by the time this actually. Right. Um, so bad seed dropped on the second. Um, I was gone all last week. My wife, daughter, and I went to Disneyland for a family vacation, which, which was absolutely insane. Cause I'd never been there and mm. it, it was so fun. It is uh, fun. I still can't believe that they are limited open. Like you have to have reservations to get in the park because I've never seen that many people in one place at one time right. outside of a concert ever. And it was, it was crazy. Um, it was a good time though, man. I, uh, bought got a light. We built lightsabers. I bought a Sith robe. I'm pretty stoked about, um, honestly, I think California adventure was like, we had more fun over there because of, uh, the character experiences there were uh, more frequent, and mm. so, like, saw uh, uh, shit. What we saw, uh, Wasp, Captain America, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, uh, Thor. Um, we saw Scarlet Witch, Ant Man. Um, I saw Scarlet. Uh, I saw Scarlet, <laughs> Black Widow. Um, at one point. We saw a moon night on the roof, which was actually really, oh, nice. which was really sick. And then awesome. uh, Black Panther and the, what, Dora Milaje, or however you pronounce mm-hmm. that, um, they were up there. Um, but like my daughter got more pictures and all that kind of stuff. Um, Disneyland funny. was just kind of so spread out that like running into people is kind of a, kind of a chore. Um, yeah, you almost have to like know where they are and mm-hmm. then plan your route. Yeah. And plus, the Avengers Campus is just super sick, and I knew you, I knew, I knew that'd be your thing. Um, but we're not here today to talk about Disneyland and California Adventures and um, just all that good stuff. Um, we're here to talk about a different adventure. Yes, we're going to talk about Willy's Wonderland, which I'm super excited to cover today. Yeah. I hadn't seen it until today. Um, I bought it a while back, but um, this was kind of like what this came out in 2021. It was in was like it? a like a like a string of these movies uh, Nicolas Cage did. Like I believe it was a Shutter exclusive. If not, mm. a lot of these movies that he is doing now are, you know, like Mandy and The Color of Space and all of these yeah. um, kind of comedic actiony horror films but this was a lot of fun um does seem to draw a lot of parallels from five nights at freddy's um i don't know much about that but it's one of the things that i read yeah i've never seen that one but i could imagine that 
Um, and if you notice from the intro to this, um, the uh, music or the audio piece that we picked from this one is going to be the It's Your Birthday, uh, all that fun shit. Because mm-hmm. as of four days ago, it was my birthday. So a week oh. ago, yeah, my birthday was last Monday. Uh, my last year, my 30s, it's uh, traumatic because I feel <laughs> I it. I won't know for another four years or so. But, uh, <clears throat> right, yeah. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, probably will. But I already feel like I'm in my 50s, especially after this week. So it's kind of, I don't know. Um, so I've been doing more physical activities, like going on walks almost every day, doing other shit like that. I've been eating better. That's nice. I'm actually down about 13 pounds in wow. the last two weeks. Well, um, nice. Walking. For- I had a blizzard before I got your message. <laughs> As I'm drinking this so drink that. called a shark bite. It's, it was supposed to be a Lotus energy drink, but she made it with Red Bull. I don't know why, but it's funny because they'll take a, it's like a blue raspberry and coconut and off topic here. And then pour strawberry puree in the top and then put little uh, shark candies in there it's so goddamn good and it looks like yeah it looks like shark like so somebody got bit in the water it's great um so i will apologize for random coughs um i do apologize for the flat shit tone of my voice which is worse than normal and Mm -hmm. we will this shouldn't be a super long episode but we'll power through it um I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. We will get into that more after we go into the productions and all that good stuff, uh, which there's not a whole lot, but we'll get there. So, okay. um, as we mentioned, Willy Wonder, uh, Willy's Wonderland uh, came out 2021, directed by Kevin Lewis and screenplay by uh, G.O. Parsons. Um, the film stars Nicolas Cage, who also served as producer, along with Emily Tosta, Rick Reitz, Chris Wagner, Kai Cadlick, Christian Del Grasso, oh Jesus, a bunch of people, Kaylee Cowan, Terry Lee Hill, Jonathan Mercedes, David Sheftel, and Beth Grant. It follows a quiet drifter who is tricked into cleaning up an abandoned family entertainment center haunted by eight murderous animatronic characters. Um... The, <clears throat> I apologize. It's like the more I talk, the worse it gets. So we'll see how yeah. this goes. That's how that is. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the project was announced in October of 2019 with screenwriter, uh, screenwriter Parsons having conceived the idea based on his 2016 short film, Wally's Wonderland, which I kind of would like to see now, which is uh, was also the script's original name. It caught uh, Cage's attention, who agreed to participate as both an actor and a producer. Lewis was hired as director in 2019, while Cass joined uh, shortly after in February of 2020. Prior to its release, the film received a small cult following due to its sharing its premise with the Five Nights at Freddy franchise. Um, Willie's Wonderland was a... Uh, I'm just going to say Willie's from now on. You guys know what this is. Sure. Um, <laughs> Willie's was originally set for a, a worldwide theatrical release on October 30th, 2020, but was postponed postponed in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, as everything in the last few years was. Instead, yeah. it was released through video on demand with a simultaneous limited theatrical release in the United States on February 12th, in 2021 by screen media films it was uh received mixed reviews from critics so um the i'm gonna read off imdb for the plot so it says a quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at the now condemned willie's wonderland the mundane tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival against a uh, wave after wave of demonic animatronics Fists fly, kicks land, titans clash, and only one side will make it out alive. That's fucking hilarious. Um, Let's see if there's a tagline for it. Uh, The tagline is, uh, let playtime begin. Um, I like that. uh, Yeah, same here. So, 
I should have read this, the storyline for a quiet loner finds himself stranded in a remote town when his car breaks down, unable to pay, uh, pay for the repairs he needs. He agrees to spend the night cleaning Willie's Wonderland and abandoned family fun center. But this Wonderland has a dark secret and boy, does it ever, uh, that the janitor is about to discover. He soon finds himself trapped inside Willie's and locked in an epic battle with possessed animatronics, uh, animatronic ma uh, mascots that roam the halls to survive. He must fight his way through each of them. Um, and I, I do enjoy how just crazy the fights are and oh, yeah. how oily and bloody they look after the time he gets done because apparently this guy's a badass. <laughs> Yeah. For um, someone who doesn't say a single word throughout the whole movie, which is amazing, by the way, mm, like which, is great, uh, which is great, which is great because if any, if anybody wants to say, I mean, say what you will about Nicolas Cage, as eccentric as he may be, mm -hmm. like he obviously didn't do this movie because it was going to do a whole lot for him. And, you know, it's not like the old '90s, 2000 action films, like. Sure. It's almost seemed more like passion projects, but um, so we do have everybody that I listed. Not very many people that I recognized um, in this movie, except for um, Sheriff Lund. I know I've seen her before. Yeah, but... I think that was the only one that I was like, oh, it's her. Okay. I can't think of where I've seen her, but I know I've seen her. Right. Um, so we have a cast of eight Wait, two, four, six, and nine animatronics. We have Willie the Weasel. We have Siren Sarah. We have Cammy Chameleon. Ozzy Ostrich. Tito Turtle. Gus Gorilla. Sandra Shark. I don't remember seeing the shark, though. Um, Artie Alligator. Mm. And then mm, Nighty Night. And so now hmm. I kind I kind of want to um, Sandra Shark. Yeah, that doesn't. I'm trying to think. Unless it was one of the f first ones that were dispatched. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, I don't remember Shark. Uh, yeah, and I'm not even seeing anything. And maybe there's something more in the notes. Um. Hmm. So. Do, 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 the film was first announced in 2019 um, after screenwriter and producer G.L. Parsons was advised to create a film to expand his career, but was displeased with his first attempt, um, a short film called Wally's Wonderland. He put the script on Bloodless, seeking to have it produced as a full-length film. Shortly after, Deadline Hollywood confirmed that Nicolas Cage had joined the cast after the script, which became popular on the site, caught his attention. Cage also agreed to produce the film along with producers Jeremy Davis from JD Entertainment and veteran actor-turned-producer Grant Kramer from Landafar Entertainment in collaboration with Mike Nyland from Cage's Saturn Films. Kevin Lewis was hired as director while the cast, including Emily Tosta, Beth Grant, and Rick Reitz, joined in February 2020. Um, after the announcement, the film received a small cult following, with many comparing it to Five Nights at Freddy's video games, although Parsons and Lewis denied any similarities. The custom pinball machine in the film was based on the 1982 Gottlieb table Devil's Dare. Um, certain changes were made during production. The title was changed from Wally's to Willie's due to legal issues. Uh, um, and original animatronic characters Douglas Dog, Polly Penguin... Barry Bear and Pirate Pete and Regina Rabbit were all replaced with Hardy, Tito, Gus, Nighty, and Cammy. Um, <clears throat> principal uh, photography began in February of 2020 for a month in various parts of Georgia, Atlanta. The crew used a desolate bowling alley in, Spray in the Sprayberry Crossing shopping center in East Cobb, Marietta for the fictional Willie's Wonderland Family Entertainment Center, setting up a huge base camp with housing facilities for the crew members due to the pandemic restrictions. Special effects for the film were done by uh, production designer Molly Coffee, whose expertise in designing and fabrication with puppetry helped create the visual movement and appearance for the eight animatronic characters. Um, 
It's funny because when I message you back and you're like, let me know when you're ready to rock this roll. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> on here, I was reading that it said, there's a song on here called Just The Way I Roll, which is played during the uh, ending credits, which mm -hmm. seems like a pretty fun song. I did dig the, the soundtrack and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about some of these songs. But um, what was it? The song that he's playing, I think Willie's Wonderland, while uh, towards the end when he's doing his little impromptu weird pinball dance, mm -hmm. I was like, "This song's pretty fucking rad," for being the <laughs> title song. Yeah. And then later or earlier in the movie, when uh, Willie is singing the uh, Six Little Chickens. That one was creepy. Yeah, that might have been one of my favorite parts because then he's like, oh, wait, five little chickens. And then, boom, <laughs> nighty-night right through the fucking chesticles, dude. Yeah, I was like, that's nice. great. Um, so on January 29th, 2021, to promote the film, Geo Parsons announced on his Twitter feed that the original Willie's Wonderland's t-shirts identical to the staff shirt Nicolas Cage wears in the film would be available, which I kind of would like to get one. <clears throat> Yeah, I'd, I'd wear one of those. I love that he friggin' swaps out his shirt like Every six times in the movie. single That's time. So it was great. so good. Um, so on June 5th, uh, 25th, 2021, Parsons confirmed that American Mythology Productions would release a comic book series serving as a prequel to the film. The first issue was released in October 2021. 20, uh, it centers on the backstories of the animatronic characters. Jerry Robert Willis is an American serial killer who play, preys on families who hire him as a professional photographer out of some sadistic pleasure. Siren Sarah is depicted as a dance teacher who, upon seeing her assistant making out with her boyfriend or possible husband, suddenly snaps and kills them both with an axe. Soon after, Willie, uh, Willis is convicted of the killings and Sarah is also detained. They team up in their satanic pact to kill everyone. I hate it when we do these, man, and we find out that there's like a comic prequel or some sort of series no. that they put out. And it's like, I would have bought these if I would have known, <laughs> even though I hadn't seen the movie yet. Probably, that's still, I still well, would you buy need to, You need to do some pre-research there, bro. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, I watched the movie for the first time today, May 20th, 2022. I wish I would have known about this in October of 2021, which I would have if I had watched it. <laughs> um, that's true. <laughs> Apologies. Um, in the second comic, the backstory of Gus the gorilla is revealed. He is depicted as a zookeeper who is socially impaired. Upon being reprimanded at the hands of his boss, he suddenly snaps and beats her into oblivion and is captured by law enforcement. Later on, um, it, it is revealed that Cami Chameleon Animatronic is a woman trying uh, going by the last name of Love, who has a split personality in her deranged, psychopathic, and childlike amateur mind, and her normal shy persona in the uh, same comic. It is revealed that Artie Alligator is possessed by infamous serial killer Arthur Allen, also called the Bloody Banksy, who mauled people to death and then made artwork with their blood. Declaring the world to be a blank canvas, and he is giving it color with each murder. The third comic was released on March 30th, 2022, so, I mean, within the last two months here, showing the or origins of Ozzy Ostrich and Nighty Night as former Renaissance fair workers who, after being insulted for his attire, appealed a guest with a sword. Whereas Ozzy Ostrich is revealed to be a serial killer going by the Effie the Midnight Strangler after his abusive mother strangled him so hard his vocal cords stopped working. He became a serial killer who preyed on women attending university. What's that? Said Jesus. Yeah, right. Um, Tito the turtle is an unnamed laborer who, upon being ridiculed for his love of turtles, he killed every single last one of his coworkers and was caught shortly after, where he met Jerry R. Willis and Love joining the Crazy Eight. I mean, that's cool that they did a comic, and I might try to see mm. if I can um, locate some of these. Yeah, I see it. They're, the first three are on Amazon for varying prices through Kindle and Comixology. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that, depending on how many of these there's going to be, 
they'll do a trade paperback. Oh, that would be fun. Hopefully that'll happen in the next couple months, and then I'll just buy that. Yeah. Because, like, I did really like this movie. It's not my favorite thing ever. I might never no. watch it again, really. But it was certainly fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was nice to see something... You know, I haven't seen a whole lot of things like this. So there, do you remember growing up? There was a uh, TV show called The Banana Splits. I am aware of it, but I never watched it. And I, I did. They did that creepy ass movie, and then they, yeah, they did a movie where similar. It seemed similar to this. I yeah. I picked it up and I was going to buy it one day, and I was just like, I just I'm not going to do this <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, I imagine it's exactly this, but he's, they're not stuck in a. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Um, so, uh, Willie's Wonderland was scheduled for a worldwide theatrical release on October 30th, 2020, but was removed uh, from the calendar due to the COVID-19s. Um, it was announced on January 15th, 2021, that it'd be available for digital distri- distribution. It was eventually released through video on demand and then received a lim- limited release. Excuse me. Um, Willie's Wonderland grossed $418,286 in North America and grossed 26925 in other territories for a worldwide total of $445,221 against a budget of $5 million. I mean, I get it, but like yeah. numbers alone, that's rough. Yeah. Um. So the film grossed around ninety-seven thousand one hundred. I like how it says around, even though it gives you an exact total. Ninety-seven thousand one hundred sixty-four dollars in its opening day and made one hundred seven thousand four one hundred forty-five dollars over the four-day President's Day weekend. The following day, it grossed two hundred eight thousand or two hundred three thousand eight hundred eighty-six dollars, with Croatia grossing twelve thousand seven hundred thirty-four. I said, okay, cool. Just not a lot of money. No. Um, Didn't break any records. No, um, good or bad. Um, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a, an approval rating of sixty-two percent based on eighty-four reviews, so not okay. horrible. Um, in an interview with Geo Parsons, stated that he had an idea for a sequel if the film got good enough support. In February of twenty twenty-one, it was announced that a sequel was being actively discussed. So, I could see a prequel, but I'm surprised that it, given how it ends, I'm surprised a sequel is what would happen, unless the place itself is haunted. Right. Um, oh, man. Uh, I'm, there's not really anything up to date on that. I mean, yeah. So, we will talk about some... Uh, Sorry, I was I got sidetracked. I was trying to see if I could find any sort of uh, fun um, or any sort of updates on the sequel there. Um, so we'll do a little trivia, and then we'll get into the movie itself. So as as I mentioned already, Nicolas Cage did improvise his pinball dance, which makes sense because it was really just kind of like a, just a bunch of flails and shit. Nothing yeah. in it. <laughs> it was like a dance. Yeah. I really, um, it's like that video of Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> dancing, but all he really does is like move his hand into a box. Yeah, like, <laughs> pretty much. It's um, like, it looks cool, but it's like it's not really what I'd call dancing. No, not it's at all. It's like me dancing. Like just, <laughs> Seven <laughs> seizures. Uh, so Punch, the fictional energy drink Nicolas Cage's character drinks in the movie, has the text... A fistful of caffeine for your kisser on the can. I thought it was I kept just it, trying I just, to read it, but it, every time I got like fistful, it went away, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" God, God damn it! Up. Right. Well, I mean, I don't. You don't see very very many uh, twelve ounce cans of um, energy drinks, so I thought maybe it was like a grape soda because it does say pop on the yeah. side of the can. Yeah, I kept. I assumed it was grape soda until I saw the word energy on it, and I was like, "Oh, okay. yeah." I was also thinking it was like giving him some kind of ability to kick ass. Yeah, like because he giving him superpowers. He was drinking it like it was going out of style. And once we get into the movie, we'll talk more about that. Um, Nicolas Cage produced the movie as he was very protective of the script. 
um, which he didn't really get one. Um, <laughs> um, the screenplay was high on the blood list, a list of highly anticipated uh, genre scripts. I'm going to have to check that out. Mm. Um, so the look of the crocodile animatronic was inspired by Soviet cartoon Gina the Crocodile, 1969. Mm. Um, Liv... Uh, Liv's line, he's not trapped in there with them, they're trapped in there with him, is a reference to character uh, Rorschach in uh, Watchmen. Yes, it is. Very as soon much as so. I heard it, I went, really? Yeah, I figured you would. That's why I had to make sure to throw that one in there. Um, I mean, it was a good line, but was, I was just like, man, they're going to do it word for word. Uh, okay. Um. So, according to director Kevin Lewis, the movie is Pale Rider from 1985 versus Killer Clowns from Outer Space, 1988. So, the director, um, Kevin Lewis, credits Panos Cosmatos Beyond the Black Rainbow as an, in, uh, as an inspiration for the film. Panos worked with Nicolas Cage on the film Mandy in 2018. According to the props department with Ka- uh, character Kathy, played by Kaylee Cowan, Cohen, chewed over 81 pieces of pink chewing gum throughout the course of the film. Jesus. Um, one of the producers, Grant Kramer, is the actor who played Mike Tobacco in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Hmm. That's kind of cool. I don't uh, know who, the, oh, he who was, that is, but He was... Cool. Um, he was one of the guys on the ice cream truck, mm. which I'm sure you you remember vividly. But okay, well, I would say I would use the word vaguely. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. When the trailer was released, several fans of the film, um, several fans of the extremely popular horror video game Five Nights at Freddy's, which has a movie version in production from director Chris Columbus. Wait, what? Uh, pointed out how the plot of the film is the exact same as the game, and people are attacking. Our people are attacked by animatronic characters at a Chuck E. Cheese type restaurant. Um, this is uh, Nicolas Cage's eighth horror film, after Vampire's Kiss, The Wicker Man, Season of the Witch, Pay the Ghost, Mom and Dad, Mandy, and A uh, Color Out of Space. Sorry, I kept calling it Color of Space, but Color Out of Space. I haven't um, seen any of those. I wanted to see Mom and Dad, if that's the one that I think it is, where I think it has Selma Blair in it. Yeah. I'm checking right now. It does. <laughs> yeah, that's the one where uh, the mom and dad try to kill the kid. Oh, uh, that's, I, that's I think very I remember big. you telling me about this. Yeah. Or someone telling me about that. Maybe it was Patrick. It might have been. Um, Nicholas Cage was nominated Best Actor in a Horror Movie by Critics uh, Choice Super Awards and was also nominated for his performance in Pig with Best Actor in Critics Choice Awards. I heard that movie's great. I just haven't yeah. seen it yet. It looks interesting. Um, I did have this as one of my notes, but it kind of was like, okay. Um, when Nicholas Cage is driving away at the end of the movie and his sunglasses... Are on, and it says that the uh, flames reflect from the sunglasses, reminiscent of the movie Ghost Rider. But the thing that, yeah. the thing, <laughs> the thing that bothered me about that is, I'm like, he's driving away from yeah. the explosion. Why is it showing in, in his, his sunglasses? sunglasses? Yeah, I could see it being in the rearview mirror. I do remember thinking that briefly and being like, whatever. That's with this movie, it's just like anything goes. But yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, unless it's catching. The rearview mirror and then reflecting into his sunglasses and therefore, like, but that doesn't make sense. So there's, um, before we get into it, because we got a, a few more minutes here. So there are three items that are listed as spoilers in this movie or in uh, IMDb mm-hmm. that aren't really any spoilers, right? So it's, Also, if you haven't watched the movie, what are you doing? Yeah. Go watch the movie and come back. That's yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. No, I promise, like, these, like, literally actually spoil nothing of the movie itself. Because we've already talked about most of it. So, Hmm. one, Nicolas Cage was intrigued by the idea of making a movie without any speaking lines. Nicolas Cage has zero speaking lines. (laughs) 
And then the Which third one, this one I, I think is kind of uh, exciting. So it says, despite the fact that Nicolas Cage's character's name is never revealed, at around three minutes, a military ID plates can be seen hanging from the interior rearview mirror of his car, pointing about a military um, past. The plates are a hint to Cage's character, U.S. Army Ranger Cameron Poe, from Con Air. What? <laughs> That's fucking rad. I mean, sure. <laughs> I was going to say, man, I was, I was curious to see what your reaction was going to be to that, but... <laughs> I love Connor. Like I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but I loved that movie. As it's a kid. a good movie. So, why not? That's hilarious. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, we are now going to get into the movie in itself. I, I really, I did enjoy the way that this movie started. I liked how it was doing. Like you know, the intro is kind of creepy. It was playing the song and the animatronics and all that kind of stuff through the TV kind of mm-hmm. overlapped with this couple that's being chased and you can't really see what's chasing them i mean there's like some shadows and stuff but like you know that it's going to be animatronics and all that but it doesn't give that away right away in the movie which is good um and so that was kind of cool and then you see the little girl hiding uh, I thought it was hiding behind some stuff, but later in the movie, and we won't spoil that just yet, but um, it turns out that the little kid was hiding in what looked to be like a bathroom. Um, hold I can't on. hear you very well. Technical difficulties. You can't hear there me? There you go. I was trying to get you to move your mic closer oh. to your face. <sighs> Listen here, bub. Without without interrupting you, I was trying to get you to do this. Yeah, I thought you were doing, like, I'm like, what? Like, since when did you start watching baseball? You're doing these hand <laughs> gestures and all that. Um, Steal second. <laughs> yeah, I'll be lucky to get the first. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> and so, like, I, I did enjoy that. It doesn't help that I'm not talking very loud. Um, I know. Yeah, I enjoyed the intro. Yeah, I did too. I mean, it's... <laughs> Like I said, this movie is everything I thought it would be, for better or worse. Like, there was nothing in it where I was like, oh my god, I didn't see that coming. This yeah. is so fucking awesome. I know, that's literally what you messaged me. <laughs> like, Yeah. yeah. Like, it's exactly what I figured it would be. And that's not a bad thing. It's just not really my thing. Like I said, the, my favorite part about this is Nicolas Cage not speaking throughout the whole movie. And that's not a diss on him. I just love tropes like that. Like, when an entire movie takes place in one location, which yeah. this kind of does as well. Like, I love when writers find ways to constrain themselves in that way and then creatively find a way to make it even better. Like, the movie Buried, which I don't know if it counts as a horror movie, but I kind of want to do it for the show. That's the one so with... Um, that's the one with... Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Reynolds. Yeah. Well, why yeah. not? It's like I I think I've I don't know if I've seen it, but I remember when I, um I was telling you I went to North Bend on a recent um excursion and the gas station that that's up there uh is mm-hmm. the gas station where they filmed The Vanishing with um yeah with Sandra Bullock and um Keeper Sutherland. I think it's Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Or or Jeff Bridges. Sorry, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a horrific concept, so I don't see why it wouldn't count. Plus, it's our show. We can do yeah. whatever we want. This is also true. We did Mortal Kombat. So we whatever. did do Mortal Kombat, but that movie is gory, so it counts. This is true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I mean, we did but, do Nightmare. You know, we did do Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. I'm just well, waiting for you. That's, that's, that's horry. We did it, Christmas Carol. We did. I'm waiting that's... for you to pick fucking Polar Express next just because of how scary it looks. <laughs> <laughs> they look so real, kind of, but not really, yeah. so it's spooky. Oh, man. <clears throat> and so, I already told you what my uh, Christmas movie's going to be this year, so... No, my, I, I, dude, you told me, like, what all your movies were, and I, yeah. I, I don't remember. I'll yeah. ask you again when we're done. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't, like, Nicolas Cage seems to have a thing for cars. 
Like, yeah. you know, gone in 60 as seconds. As soon as I saw him driving, I was like, this is so gone in 60 <laughs> seconds. I just can't even. I can't even with it. I mean, I'm more of a Dodge guy, so if it would have been a Challenger, I probably would have been a little bit more excited. But that Corvette, or, I'm sorry, that Camaro was still pretty nice. So then you need to watch uh, Death Proof again, I guess. Yeah, Death Proof is great. Um, <laughs> but so, you know, he's hauling ass during the credits, and you're like, okay, you know, we get it. Uh, you know, you got to think for cars. But yeah. he, um, you know, he's driving, gets his tires mm-hmm. blown out by a spike strip. What? Yeah, like why? <laughs> uh, and so, you know, it's funny because the tow truck comes and picks him up and then takes him back to the shop after kind of running into the sheriff and being like, hey, you know, there's like just these elaborate stories and, you know, being like, hey, you know, those kids that stole your whatever, they found your spike strip and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, I didn't suspect anything at that point. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, and so, I mean, shit, we're full spoilers. I'm not going to hold yeah. anything back now. So, yeah. like... What you end up finding out is that the animatronics, as we mentioned, are possessed from the the spirits of serial killers. Which and that was cool. Yeah. And this town has got like this pact with them that to keep them contained, it's almost like Cabin in the Woods. If they keep yeah. these monsters contained, satisfied, they won't leave that building and then kill everybody. Yeah, because it's essentially shown that they were getting restless being in the abandoned Chuck E. Cheese, basically, and they would wander out and, like, go to the ice cream parlor, you know, a couple doors down, or they'd go to the gas station across the way, and, like, (laughs) they just kept venturing out further and further to satisfy their bloodlust. So, it was clever. It was something I didn't really see coming. I didn't either. made made it a little more interesting to be like, oh, so the townspeople are in on it. Mm-hmm. and the authorities are in on it, and they essentially just, like, feed these things yeah, they, so that they don't kill their own people, yeah. which is really fucking cool. It's clever. Um, and so, like, they get back there, and the, the thing that kind of cracked me up was it's like, the guys, one tire is blown. <coughs> Sorry, one tire is blown out. Mm-hmm. And dude's got the hood up. He's checking all these things, and it's like just this full service. Like, what's going on? Sorry, my computer's starting an update. I'm going to pause that because I don't need any sort of uh, disconnections here. That is true. <clears throat> um, just to be on the safe side, but like, and you know, he's like, it's gonna be a thousand dollars to fix this because you're gonna need all new tires. And it's like, well, one mm-hmm. tire blew out. Like, you're not charging me. Like, I just get me a tire. Um, and so, you know, he pulls out his credit card or debit card, and he's like, oh no, I only take cash. And it's like, well, you're asking for a thousand dollars. Like nobody. <laughs> like I mean, like, I get it now because he's setting it up, but yeah, nobody has a thousand dollars cash on them. Very rarely. Um, and then looks over and the ATM is just all fucked up. He's like, uh, there's no internet in, uh, Hazeville, which is funny in itself because of the fact <laughs> that you don't need a, like, they're like, oh, it was supposed to come here, but it never did. And it's like, well, I mean, you got all the, like, <laughs> you have ATMs, you just can't use them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is about the time where you get the, you, you know, you, kind of come to realize that he doesn't talk he agrees to work off the debt with his mm, slow nod um they go so this is like they go to willie's they go to willie's and they're standing outside and it's you know spray painted uh kid killers and gateway to hell Mm -hmm. and this is where it really starts to sound sketchy to me because he's like hey spend the night cleaning the place we'll come and pick you up in the morning it's very house on haunted hill yeah, if um, you can survive the night, then you get the house. And the car's fixed. All the, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, we'll come back in the morning. The car will be ready for you to go. Um, and I was like, ah, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> and then he gets inside there, and then they fucking, like, chain chain it up to where he can't mm-hmm. get out. I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah. 
It's all Dicks. bad. Um, I honestly think that one of my favorite things about this movie is the fact that regardless of what happens, there's two things. One, he never stops cleaning. And he does an amazing job at it. He does an amazing job at it. He, he never stops. Like, I want him to clean my house because he is. As soon as he went into the bathroom, I was like, there's no way you can clean that. You'd have to paint it and all sorts of shit, but he does it. Yeah. Like, he cleans the shit out of that bathroom. And I even went, like, damn, that looks. Yeah, it looks really, really nice. good. <laughs> like, at one point when, um, you know, he goes into the bathroom and it says, it's your birthday in blood on the mirror. And he just starts cleaning it. He doesn't even think yeah. about it. He just starts wiping it down. Yeah. And this is when he's he... Like, you know. I thought I got that spot. Oh, well. <laughs> um, That's what gets me and how just nonchalantly, <coughs> like, unfazed he is about everything. Yeah. Like, you have it here in a second. But, like, when the ostrich starts attacking him, he's not like, what? He's he just, just like, okay, this is what's happening yeah. now and starts beating at it. Bumping it with it. Yeah, no, it was great. Um so he he's just just never stops cleaning. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is and this is one of my notes later on, but break time means break time. Yeah. Yeah, when his watch goes off, he is taking his government mandated or his wonderland mandated break however long it be and goes back, grabs an energy drink and then plays pinball. You know, yeah. for the break. My wife was asleep when I started the movie, and she woke up and finished it with me, and she was like, what's up with the fucking breaks? Like, why is he just, like, stopping? I was just like, I don't know. Like, that's that's what he was told to do. Well, yeah. Like, take, In the it, beginning, take your breaks. Yeah, the guy's like, <laughs> take your breaks. And yeah, he's so like, he okay. Is. Yeah. I thought, I, I love that. That was one, like... I did, I, too. Especially, like, later on, to skip ahead, when they're about to get attacked by the frog thing. And his watch goes off, and he's like, I should kill the frog, but I got to go take a break. Yeah, so hands it to go. her, oh, hands her the knife and walks out. Yeah. Like the switchblade, and I'm like, oh, man, yeah, it was great. And people uh, are being mauled, and he can probably clearly hear it, but he's like, I'm on break right now. It's my, yes, uh, I'm on my fucking <laughs> lunch break. Um, I need to start doing that at work. Sorry, I can't, I'm on break, I'm playing pinball, and leave Nicholas me alone. it. Leave, yeah. Go away. I like, um, it was kind of creepy though. No, I wouldn't say creepy, but they're stand when, you know, Tex and Ted, I think it's that other guy's name. Cause it's, I think it said Ted's towing on the side, but, uh, they're like, he's like, come on, let's get out of here. I can't stand to hear grown men scream. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the, the first fight, you get Ozzy, the ostrich attacks him. He starts smacking him with the mop. He doesn't talk, but he does kind of yeah, yeah, yell, and I like he, you know, rips out the like the, the spine and it's all mechanical, and I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. this is sick, and he has to put. Yeah, in I a- loved. Uh, it's kind of like in a recent movie that I watched that I won't spoil because it's a different show, but the idea of killing the robots and having the oil kind of be like blood, and it's a way of getting around. Like, obviously, this is a hard R, and so it doesn't matter how much gross bloody shit's going on, but, like, the idea of you're killing a robot, and so, therefore, there's oil, and it looks like blood, That hmm. I, I think that's such a cool thing to do. I feel like that'd be a really good way to do a PG-13 horror movie. Yeah. Is, like, they're robots, so I'm <laughs> killing you all, is and this so a movie? there's blood all over me, but it's oil. Yeah, is this a movie that you've seen that I haven't seen that you watched like on your phone? That's like new. It wasn't on my phone, but yes. Okay. <laughs> so apparently, there's robots in that movie. Okay. It's in the trailer. I haven't seen the trailer, and you know that I'm not watching trailers. Well, I didn't know that, so just watch the fucking movie already. <laughs> I was in Disneyland, you prick. <laughs> Where they have theaters, and they, it's a Disney movie. Yeah, they don't have any... Dude, I didn't leave the park. We were we got there Monday. We hung out all day in downtown Disney looking at shit. They don't have a theater at the park? I didn't look. I didn't see one. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm just remembering when I was in Florida at Disney World, and we went to a movie in, the, in Universal, which I know is different. Yeah. Stuff. We spent 14 hours Tuesday and Wednesday, almost like 13, 14 hours in Disneyland. Because they're open eight to midnight, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we spent 
13 hours in California Adventure that day. I, I was yeah, dude. We spent a lot of time in there, but I didn't see any parks or theaters. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so where are we at? Okay. Yeah, he. Um, as we mentioned, he does put on a new shirt after every time it gets all fucked up. He's in. He's clever. <laughs> My wife even asked about that. I was like, "What? How's he getting all these fucking shirts? Like they're always clean right afterwards." It's, it's like, oh, you missed it. Like, there's a closet full of them, and he just keeps pulling them out and swapping out every time. I love how professional he is. Yeah. He's just like, I was hired to do this job. I'm going to do it's, this I'm job. I don't care how many of these fuckers are going to attack me and try and kill me. I'll just get rid of them, put them nicely in a garbage bag, and keep cleaning. It's so great. Like, the place looks amazing by the end. But when, yeah, by the time he's done. Uh, so... After he's cleaning up the bathroom, he gets in a fight with Gus the gorilla, and it, by the end of it, he's got a plunger and he's got him in the face and ends up toilet mm. stomping his like not curb stomping. He's got his yeah. mouth on a fucking urinal. It's goosh, goosh. I'm like, yeah, yeah let's he, go. He curb stomps him with a toilet. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, he it so he puts on another new shirt after that. I'm assuming he got his ribs broke because he's duct taping. Yeah. His body. That's so, kind of what I figured. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because he did get thrown up against the wall by an animatronic gorilla. So, I mean, it makes yeah, sense. I mean, that would do it. Um, so, one of the next things that I noticed I want to talk about is air ducts in films are always <laughs> spotless. Well, I mean, you know. After you, I'm... You uh, can't have Bruce Willis getting dusty while he's uh, trying to save the building. I... Oh, say this because I was scrolling through social medias and then like, you know, reels and all that kind of different things. And one of them was this professional vent cleaner who was cleaning people's air vents in their homes. And I'm like, oh, God, maybe I should get mine cleaned. And then I see, I'm watching this movie. I'm, I'm like, God, dude, those vents. are shiny. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, so... I wasn't ready for the alley, the alligator jump scare. Right. That got me. And Siren Sarah with her twitchy, quick fucking ring style movements was like, she was creepy. Like out of all of them. Yeah. She was the one that was the most, and she got like (sighs) demon possessed teeth going. Yeah. During certain points. Like it, it was kind of a Pennywise sitch where it was like, Oh, she has this nice, pretty face when she's like a fairy or whatever and then it goes like demon yeah with sharp jagged teeth it's like Fucking jesus christ demon tinkerbell yeah. um we already kind of talked about the uh the six little chicken song it was great this was mm-hmm. around the time where bob and kathy snuck off to fuck like you do in horror movies um yeah which they get done in by the alligator which was pretty cool because when nicholas cage kicks the door in slow motion style. I'm like, yes. And then kills Allie. (laughs) Fucking kill the alligator. (laughs) Fucking rips his mouth just open. Like reverse bear trapped him. I'm like, get it. That's Um, always the great thing to do with creatures like that is crack open the jaw snake I know. style. That's as long as awesome. you don't see like the skin ripping or something like cuz you I've seen that in movies where I'm like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> yuckers. Yeah, that that sucks. Um so we already talked about the fact that he just drinks these energy drinks and it seems like every time he's on break I wouldn't say it's more of a deteriorated state but he just gets more and more loose with it mm-hmm. as he's going through a little more animated a little more i don't know like it seems almost like like the Andrew, like i wouldn't say drunk but he does look like it's some sort of effect from the drink and to where he's like yeah that's what kind of i mean they're supposedly energy drinks so i mean i, I which don't he had a shitload of in his trunk like <laughs> yeah i mean if i was pounding an energy drink every two hours or so or however often he takes a break which seems to be pretty often it's <laughs> he is in there all night though yeah i know but like that's like eight hours i work eight hours <laughs> like i have three breaks yeah 
you know. I get but it. It's yeah, it does. It's it, that's what I was wondering. I almost wish that he would talk because it was like the energy drinks were giving him some sort of ability to just maul through these things cuz like everyone else can barely touch them. But he just like walks up on them and dismantles them. Except for like, Willie. Like the girl Yeah. Well, yeah, one well, obviously that had to be the big boss fight, but like yeah. the chick is left with the frog thing and he takes this whole break while she's trying to bat this thing away yeah. and after two seconds he comes back and boom you know chokes it out kills it well no he drags like, yeah drags her down the hall and then fucking punches the the one in the face knocks him down and then fucking punt like does something to um mm-hmm. the siren that's standing there next to him and i'm just like fuck dude <laughs> Because they're just standing there looking at me, so like, all right, let's go. Um, so Chris, he's off hiding in the arcade, tries to call the sheriff. She hangs up. She's like, "Fuck your kids." Knowing now that you know the sheriff's in on it, she's like, "You're fucking stupid." But yeah. it is pretty creepy when Dan is in the room, and like it's like strobe lighted, and I'm like, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, "This is gonna, this is gonna suck for him." Yeah. And it did. I love the way that would like the lights would come on and then they'd get a little closer and lights would come back on and they'd like move to the other side. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's that's so fucking cool. I love it when they do that. Like when they did that in Halloween 2018 uh, with yeah. his movements in the yard. It's mm-hmm. it's a excuse me, a real easy way to build uh tension. Yeah. Um so one of the things that I notice I, I each time that uh Nicholas Cage kills one of these things. Like she just, Liv just stands there and looks at him like, like who are you? Yeah. It's like huh? Um, and then Cam- that was one of the only things I was kind of I was thinking about it this morning. <laughs> I was like, I wish someone other than him had actually killed one of them. Like it, it's very strange that even the the pirate one. That she beats the shit out of, and you think she killed them. Oh, Tito the up, turtle. Yeah, ends up, you know, coming back to life by the end to be hit by the car. And I know it's partially for the the funny moment. Yeah. Of him just you know breaking apart, but it's like, I would have liked to have seen her be like, oh, you can actually kill these things, and then actually kill one. Yeah, instead of just being like, is this guy like a superhero? Yeah, that that's the only complaint I've really thought of of this movie. It's just like I really wish, upon seeing they can be killed, that she would have had her hero moment and yeah. actually taken one out. Yeah, I could see but. that. Um, so we get Cammy the Chameleon tricking Chris into dying. Um, yeah, I was funny. like, oh, man, of course, like he's like <laughs> the bleeding heart who's in love with Liv or got a crush yeah. on her and this and that. And so, of course, he's the one that'd get duped into, you know, so she's like, I'm not like the other ones. They're mean to me and this and that. And then he gets out and walks away and then she fucking whoosh, tongues him right around the throat and snaps his neck. I'm like, yes! Hate when that happens. Right? Um, <laughs> I said I wouldn't have believed it, but who knows? I'd probably been <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, no, you're a liar. Um, we already talked <laughs> about the fact. frog thing. <laughs> um, and so we get the big reveal that Liv is the little girl from the beginning of the movie whose parents were actually killed there. Um, mm-hmm. she was the one that was hiding in the bathroom. Um, and then the, uh, this is the break where, you know, he leaves, um, Liv to fight Cammy with the switchblade. Um, so I stopped taking notes a little bit as I'm going through because I was just watching the movie and trying not to fall asleep. Um, sure. And so, like, Tito the turtle, like, they're in the car, like, they, she's, like, taken away from there because the sheriff shows up, all that kind of stuff. and Because yeah. they're wanting to do the, the sacrifice with mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage, so they're, you know, have him locked up or, you know, shackled or whatever. To be yeah. able to be killed for the Willie. Mm-hmm. And since she's the adopted daughter of the sheriff, she's like, okay, get her out of here. Get her back home. And, yeah, give her a reason to not be with Nicolas Cage for five minutes. 
Right. <laughs> right. Um, and so Tito the Turtle shows up, fucking kills the deputy. Mm-hmm. Um, he... Poor Tito the Turtle. Of course, they said he was a laborer. You know, he's got the the Hispanic accent, and she's got a shotgun, and he's like, oh, I got the keys, and I got the shells, and, you know, sorry mm-hmm. for you, and I'm not really trying to do the accent, but, like, <laughs> she then true. attacks him with just the shotgun, just boom, right up the head, and then she's hitting him in the head with it, and then she starts bashing his turtle balls in with it, and he's like, oh, my balls, and... <laughs> turtle this, balls. <laughs> this and that, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's so funny. Um, and, you know, we get to the end of the movie, and we get the big boss showdown. Uh, Willie, pretty imposing, just slaps mm-hmm. Sheriff, Sheriff Lind in half, just... Whoosh, there goes her top half, she gone. Yeah, and that then was cool. proceeds to beat the fuck out of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> scratch here, scratch there. I'm like, wow, he's yeah. running out of places to be scratched. That sucks for him. Or is he? <laughs> yeah, I, that was... Even when I was watching, I was like, okay, this is the boss fight. Because one of the things I kept thinking is like, you know they're all going to do this. After the ostrich comes alive, and maybe after like the second or third one, it's like, okay, all of these are going to do this. Why not just... Do it while they're standing there? Now? Yeah. I mean, aside from maybe them all waking up and attacking him at once, which would be bad, and he might not be able to survive that, but... I know, I was thinking, it's almost like Nicolas Cage, like, they all go up to that, but it's almost like he stops them from attacking the inanimate ones. I don't know, it's just the vibe I got. But the thing that, it's funny because, you know, part of the times when um, Cage is taking garbage out, you, you see the next, like, it's morning time, and Tex and the tow truck driver, they're outside. The Camaro's out there. The guy was doing donuts before he pulled it up, and he's like, hey, here's another car to add to the collection. And, mm-hmm. you know, he sees that, he looks inside the window and sees that it's been cleaned. He's like, son of a bitch. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you hired Stupid the janitor dick. is what you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see hands moving so i'm like oh fuck one of the animatronics wasn't dead Uh uh-oh i thought it was just gonna be like a limb but no it was siren sarah she climbs out the dumpster and i'm like i can't wait to see who she kills next (laughs) um he gets his key you know he walks out the door to free bird playing i'm like yeah let's go janitor man uh, lives outside. She gets in the car, and I'm. I write down that I'm waiting for the siren scare because it's going to happen. It's going to be in some mm-hmm. something. I thought it was going to be inside one of the cars. It wasn't, but, um. So. She, basically, explodes Texas car with both of them in it. Yeah. And then she gets blasted awesome. off. So maybe you know she suicided herself to kill them. But, That's what I f- figured. Yeah. Although that, I guess, if they're doing a sequel, maybe, then she survived, and then she can get others to join her cause. I don't know. Dude, more animatronics? Well, yeah, I mean, you have to. If no, it's I know, just I'm her, just saying, oh, great, more animatronics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I it did. was cool, though. I, I like, she was easily my favorite of mm-hmm. the animatronics and she was definitely the scariest and so having getting her to have one last kill yeah after her death was kind of like eh, eh, eh. <laughs> like having that and then of course you know in a horror movie you always want the bad guys to get their comeuppance and so when you know deputy and hee get blown up it is that kind of cheer moment of yeah those yeah, stupid assholes died everybody too. died except for the janitor <laughs> and Liv that's right uh, there's a lot of stuff that we glossed over. I did write adios Tito. I mean, <laughs> he gets he gets fucking exploded at the very end of the yeah. movie. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we didn't like cover. But sure. if you haven't seen Go this movie, movie, just watch it. It's on sale on yeah. Vudu. That's where I bought yeah. it. it uh, it's free on Hulu, which is where I watched it. Oh yeah, watch it on Hulu. I just reactivated my Hulu yesterday. There it is. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is a ton of fun. Like it's like I said, this is not a movie I think I will ever watch on again on purpose. Mm. But it it was fun. Like I'm I'm not like angry that I've watched it. Right. And so yeah, yeah. that 
my friends, our friends, is Willy's Wonderland. Can't recommend it enough. It's a lot yeah. of fun to watch. Um, I will watch it again. I'm glad I bought it. Mm. Um, yeah, that's about yeah. it. That is fair. So, we're going to get so, out of here because I got mm-hmm. stuff to do. And then I'm going to go have like a beer with Jeremy. Your huh? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like clean your throat? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I'm like, I got all this energy now. I'm like, let's go. And I, I just sound like butt cheeks. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing is alcohol kills things. So hopefully the beers will help. Um, like brain cells and uh, Oh, and stop it, sir. <laughs> I, dude, I had one and a half beers in Disneyland. That's impressive. Well, I, dude, I just... I mean, they're expensive, but... Yeah, you know, like still. $12 for a can that's like... Or for a glass that's like not even... One of them was really nice. good. The other one I, sh- I shared with my wife. But yeah, no, I just... I haven't been drinking as much lately, which that's is good. partially helpful for the fact that I'm, you know, I'm down double-digit pounds in the last couple of weeks, so let's go. that do it. All right, well, without any more meandering or health facts, let's talk about what is up next, because it is quite exciting, if I do say so myself. So, Uh, this is episode number 99, Justin. It is. We're hitting our centennial next week. What? It was your idea on what you want to do, so why don't you debut it? I will, if you stop interrupting me. So what well, I was going to do and have us do here is we're going to do kind of a highlight reel. We're going to talk about our uh, five favorite movies that we have covered throughout the course of these past hundo. Um, obviously, we haven't done a hundred movies because we had our topic episodes. But out of all the episodes we've done, out of all the movies we've talked about, we're going to pick our personal five favorites that we've covered Um if you're listening to this and you like us a whole lot and you've listened to the show, please let us know if there's one, an episode that you liked the most of all, um, and we'll talk about it on the show. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try to um, kind of, I guess, pound the pavement, if you will, on this. Um, mm-hmm. I've been putting on social media that if you do have an episode that or you know, a favorite, let us know what yours is you can email us you can send us messages um if you are extra spicy and you have access to anchor you can leave us a voice message which we will take and put into the episode so we will feature you the listener audibly with us Mm -hmm. so i think that'd be a lot of fun um I'm not uh, banking on us getting feedback because we r- rarely do, but it would be <laughs> no. a lot of fun uh, for our 100th episode to actually get. Who knows? A little maybe bit of we'll maybe we'll do a giveaway. Maybe we'll f- figure yeah. something out to incentivize it. Yeah. I don't know yet. We, there's options. Happened. <laughs> it's gonna happen soon because we're recording in like a week. Yeah. But. So yeah, pre- pretty pretty please. So we're going to give you all the information. This is where you can reach us. You can find us on Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Gore underscore pod. If social media is not your thing, that's understandable. You can email mm-hmm. us at podandgore at gmail.com. We mm-hmm. are on the Slasher app, which is like Facebook for horror fans. Um, pod and Gore Podcast. There's really no shortage of ways to reach out to us. Um, we post things on Facebook all the time. You can message yeah. us directly if you'd like. Um, mm. He's Justin. I'm Brandon. You'll see it shows our names when we post things. Um, yeah, hit us up. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I For think sure. it would be exciting. It'd be a fun way to celebrate putting up with each other and us for 100 episodes. Um, yeah. Six days ago, as of today was um our official three years of doing the show oh. yeah we our the first episode our first our first episode dropped um may 14th 2019 that's crazy it's crazy we're Time doing the show you're having fun <laughs> we did this show before during and uh hopefully after the pandemic yeah. um but yeah we are running to, at a time here on our free Zoom. Uh, and so, um, like I said, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. We will see you guys next week when we celebrate our 
horror centennials. Until mm-hmm. then, do you have anything else you want to throw out? No. Until then, we have been your hosts. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Chickens running out of time. Whoops. Five little chickens at the end.